Welcome back to episode 141 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iron Man, and here are some of the topics we discuss today. First up, Decentraland announces DCL Worlds, and we break down what that means for the metaverse. Next, land valuation will go down, but only at first. Then, AI art has many utility applications. And finally, we discuss how AI will impact society. All right, let's listen in. Welcome back to episode 141 of the Block Runner Podcast. I'm your host, William, always here with your co-host, Iron Man. Yo, yo. And on the sticks, we got TJ. Hey. Thank you for joining us, dude. All right, man. What's on the docket for today? All right, so the biggest news. So we recorded a Decentraland, uh, I, I guess, update on their DCO Worlds. Almost a reaction, but not really because the Decentraland Worlds thing has been evolving. Started off as like a rumor. Yeah. And then it became like an official announcement. Yeah. And then yesterday, like literally after we got done recording, like a major, major yes. mic drop moment. So on Monday, so today yeah. is Wednesday and we're recording this podcast. You're, you're probably going to listen to this podcast on Saturday. Mm -hmm. But on Monday, there was speculation that the DCL Worlds, which is tied to your DCL name, which is an NFT that you can mm -hmm. own. Yeah. The speculation is that Decentraland might enable DCL Worlds for every ENS domain holder. Meaning if you own that NFT of an ENS domain, now right. you have access to your own virtual space. Yes. Right? In the same way a Decentraland name does. Yeah. And so as soon as we saw that, we, we started yeah. record, recording a, uh, a reaction to it and like it's speculating as to what that meant. Yeah. And uh, so we recorded that. And after recording, like maybe like 20 minutes later, Decentraland does this tweet and and they say expand your worlds the four parcel limitation in decentralized worlds is no more starting today there's no more parcel limitations in your world yeah that's so big. so at the time you know during that recording we were like okay you know this is cool the limitation is you only have four parcels in your virtual world which is your name yeah which is still it's just pretty good a lot of opportunity even in a two by two or i think you could yeah, you figure can, it into yeah. like an L or maybe even like a straight shot. Yeah. Up to you. Yeah. But yeah, lots of build space there, good height limitations. So just you could at least get the barrier to entry was significantly reduced. Yeah. It, and so yeah. so now the limitations are you can use the entire like infinite <laughs> limitation of the world. And you have two limitations. You can only upload up to 100 megabytes of information, which is a lot, right? Mm -hmm. That's a lot of information for your virtual world. You can host pretty much a pretty gigantic space. experience, right? And then the other yeah. limitation is if you invite people, only a maximum of a hundred people can be concurrently on your land. Yeah. So that's okay. a limitation for so, now, at least. Yeah. And so now if you wanted to expand that a little bit, you need to jump into Genesis world and you can have more than a hundred people, but each parcel is like, you know, two or $3,000. So yeah, there's that. Interesting. Yeah. So this is obviously something that needs to be, I guess, unpacked and talked about deeply. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're, you know, a native Decentraland user, which we are, we have been for many years now. And there's a lot of you guys kind of interested in what, yeah, what this means, especially if you own land. It's, I'm pretty sure you're the most interested party at this moment. Like, yeah. 
Well, WTF, mate? Like, you yeah. guys are kind of like nuking the whole value system to these these assets. Yeah, right? I want I wanted to talk about that because now that you have a name which costs about a hundred mana, so maybe like seventy bucks. Yeah, and uh, so you get your name seventy dollars. You got practically infinite amount of land, right? Yeah. With the limitations, anyone can create anything, right? Yeah. There's going to be some demand for content, which is kind of good for us, right? Yeah, um, but. It, I feel like it does impact the economics of the centralized current virtual world. In what way? I would. I feel like. I mean, it definitely does it, for it, sure. It it does help it and it does hurt it a little bit. So I think the way that it it helps it is that now that millions of people are holding virtual lands, there is a scarcity component to this ecosystem. Mm-hmm. That scarcity component now is the Genesis world. Mm-hmm. So. Having millions of people aware of Decentraland, they can dabble into like the virtual space with their own name. Mm-hmm. Now that they, they know that there's this place where there's like actual limitations, those millions of people could be more interested in like the limited space of the Genesis world. Just from a pure speculation, yeah, you think angle like yeah, we have because now there are people or tools that's tracking, I guess, the growth. Yeah, of DCL worlds, basically, whenever a new one is. Coming online, I think right now the figures roughly around two to three hundred yeah. worlds are active at the moment. So, in a in a future where let's say that number is a hundred thousand to a million or something, that that is a huge, I think, speculative component to the central and yes ecosystem overall, right? That's right. So who knows what those hundred thousand worlds will provide as far as you know value, entertainment, uh, whatever the fuck else uh, people yeah. who now the creativity limitation has expanded right it's yeah. not just 5000 landholders cuz yeah. that's that's basically how many people own land or stake in decentralized at the moment it's only 5000 dude it's like roughly 5 to 8000 yeah out of the 90000 parcels that exist like it's in the hands of less than 10000 people yeah how do we expect like that to ever you know gain any type of traction yeah. you know, like a ma- from like a mass adoptions perspective yeah right? so now you go from around 8000 people to millions to well to whoever wants one, basically. All you have to do is like, it's like purchasing a game title, like yeah. $60 right now, I guess, because based on the well, value of mana. You could get a DCL name, which yeah. would be displayed above your avatar, or you just get an ENS domain, which, yeah. of course, I want to I want to say we're speculating that Decentraland might enable ENS domains to have it's a true. virtual world. It hasn't been announced, right? Now, if we were Decentraland, this, is, this would be the only thing we'd be working on. Because, because of what we're talking about, right? It yeah. expands it, it expands the accessibility, which yeah. we've already kind of yeah. like come to the conclusion ourselves is one of the most necessary components, I think. Because whenever we started going through spatial and these other neighboring metaverses, yeah, we're like, hmm, this is interesting. This is totally different than Decentraland, right? Because right. It, it doesn't cost anything to kind of like Spin dabble the in the space. Yeah. Right? We, we, we created like a whole gallery for all our metas and Rovi stuff. People came in, we got to interact with them, we got to experience their metaverse. Yeah. Zero charge. Yeah, zero <laughs> right? charge. And that's, it got me thinking, it's like, damn, dude, this is like actually pretty convenient. Yeah, it like, starts mimicking YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, all of the existing, you know, web experience, right? You yeah. don't, you, there's minimal, you don't want to inject too much friction, right? And you want as many people to come into your ecosystem as possible and create content because yeah. that's what brings even pulls even more people you know the more content the better it is yeah the more retention right yeah. so if, if you're if you're basing your whole economy 
like on limiting that access point, like mm-hmm. it's, it's very difficult to generate anything of substance, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we saw this, I guess, coming a little bit. We didn't think Decentraland was gonna like go this go ham. Yeah, yeah, they're going ham, dude. I- I'm impressed. I think their direction is is cur- is is the right one. You know, this changes a lot of things about how people think about Decentraland. Um, you know, because from the <laughs> beginning, since 2019, we've been in the beta. We've been talking about Decentraland for years. Yeah. And we've always been saying that content is king, right? Content was king in Web 2. It's going to be king has in to Web be, 3. Right? It has to be. And now, yeah. all of a sudden, millions of people are going to be, again, we're speculating, going to be holding these virtual worlds. Yeah. They're going to want what in their virtual worlds? Something. Content. <laughs> content. Substance. Right. Something to either flex about or just... Uh, I form some new identity with just right. like, you know, your, your NFT wallet, kind of like a representation right. in a way of like things that you like, things that interest you. You know, if you're into, I don't know, anime, you can collect all the anime sure. NFTs you want. Like, dude, look at all my anime shit. I'm freaking yeah. cool. You yeah. Know? Your ENS domain now becomes a 3D version of a website. Yeah. Now you could deck your virtual worlds out with all the anime yeah. goodies you could think of. Anybody you know? can jump in, check out everything that you have. Exactly. So that's that's the cool. That's it feels very much like what we naturally instinctually like want to do on right. the web. Now in the metaverse, right? Like yeah. this makes much more sense. Yeah. I could see this now it's going to be a lot easier to kind of like, you know, go to your normie friends and pitch them the concept of the metaverse, right? It's like Yeah. Uh, uh, most people probably get it like in these younger generations like, "Oh, that sounds cool." It's like, "So how do I start building stuff?" Well, first you got to like buy land. Yeah. Which costs in thousand plus yeah you know i was like oh dude no thanks yeah you know but now that's not part of the equation yeah it's just yeah just think of a domain name yeah um you know like you know anything anything like yeah a brand yeah you know like if you wanted to start a website right you have to purchase a domain name yeah pay for the hosting and yeah. so it's like it's roughly in the same cost range yeah to get like a website up and running so it's the same thing yeah the metaverse is like it's it's going down that same pathway which is the right yeah, and typically when you create a website, you want to monetize that website. You're you do. you're doing it to like generate some sort of income, just uh, like you yeah. would with your your world. That would be nice, right? <laughs> right. I think most people do. You know, that's the internet has turned into that. Even if you just create like a personal blog space, yeah. At some point, you want your your opinions and your thoughts to, I guess, propagate. attract enough. Yeah, propagate, attract yeah. attention to the point where now I can run ads. Right. 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 Now, all of a sudden, advertising makes a lot more sense in the metaverse, right? Yeah. If, as long as the content creators, like, you know, produce some value. Yeah, dude. I, I think, like, a new a new world is forming here, and no pun intended, but in the <laughs> sense that, you know how the internet started uh, brand new business models, such as advertising on a web page? That was a brand new thing. I mean, there's advertisement on a newspaper, yeah. But advertising on a website was a new thing of the time. Yeah. And then now we have these virtual worlds where we have a marketplace full of potentially revenue generating content. Mm-hmm. You would de- buy those, deploy that in your virtual world to support an ecosystem like Rovi, for example. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're part of this node ecosystem in this community hosted by your own virtual world. And y- as part of that ecosystem, you are hosting a game that people are playing and all of a sudden you're generating revenue from your ENS domain name. Yeah. Right. So this is like the new stuff that I feel like people are going to eventually catch on 
But man, we're in the bleeding edge of that potential right now. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's going to have to unpackage in a few, I guess, phases. First, this has to spread. Well, yeah. okay, first, the whole ENS thing has to has to happen. And, and so this is, if, a, if you're this is a call out to Decentraland. Yeah. Like, yeah. you must do this. <laughs> I think so, too. It, this is, I mean, obviously, you guys are working on it because there's, you know, there's been discussions of it. Yeah. But but you must do this. Yeah. Yeah, clearly Decentraland knows at this point um, the right pathway as far as yeah, increasing accessibility. And then yeah. on top of this, according to their manifesto that they released recently, it's, it's all about improving yeah. content generation tools, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's what we're focused on too. Yeah. Because we know, you know, we want to exist in a metaverse where there's stuff to do. Like it's it's interesting. It's engaging. It's not... It's not just a spectator verse, like a static verse. We want to do, we want to interact. Yeah. We want to build real connection to our virtual spaces, yeah. you know? So yeah. that's all we focus on. And I think Decentraland is on its way to that too. It's it's the most robust as far as like a developer ecosystem. Yeah. And it's 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 only getting better over time. So everything I'm seeing is, is very positive. Yes. You know? I, I, I don't, I've never been as positive about Decentraland as I am today. And we're just talking about a speculative that's potential. True. Damn it, dude! What if it doesn't happen? Then? If it doesn't happen, <laughs> we, we got problems. Whoa, we, no. we got we got a. I, I feel don't like know. we have to like riot about this. Well, we do. We got so anybody watching this, dude. And, so we. <laughs> and this is not just beneficial for us. It is beneficial for Decentraland and the whole metaverse ecosystem. Maybe this is the time to bust out those pitchfork wearables yeah. that we made. Yeah. Let's just distribute them and like get everyone to like go, go out to, to Decentraland to Town Hall Plaza. No, yeah, we joined the town hall. <laughs> That's right with our yeah, pitchforks. Pitchforks, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you give it, you better onboard this ENS ecosystem. Yeah. Damn it, or we're gonna riot. We're yeah. gonna set everything ablaze. <laughs> That's what the pitchforks imply. But, yeah. But it's serious. It's that serious. Dude. It is. It is absolutely serious. This is definitely a camp that we have to. Remember this? This kind of reminds me of like um the wearable thing way back. Oh in the, yeah. Way back same, in the Disney. Same idea. Everybody's gonna hate this because all of a sudden now there's like millions of lands versus uh yeah it know, was 90, it was the same battle right and we were like the few yeah. <laughs> we took a lot of hate because we were battling against all the people in the early early days of Decentraland who they invested a lot of money speculating yeah. on wearables because yeah. there was it was a limited ecosystem again just like how Decentraland is a limited yeah like uh, developer ecosystem yeah. And the people who invested in these assets were like, no, no, fuck that. We need to make it even more strict so that we can increase the value of the things we already bought. Right. Right. And we were like, dude, no, man, that's not the way. Yeah. The way is to open the floodgates yes. and yes. Um, you're going to see like it's going to create a whole new economy, more opportunity. And like things are actually valuable. We'll start to like people like Doki. Yeah. Doki. Yeah. People who build real brands. Yeah and real products for Decentraland, like they're emerging and their stuff is valuable. And not only that, we had a diverse selection of wearables that are way yeah, better. Way cooler. Way better than the original. Than anything Decentraland could have made. Yes, 100%. That, so we're, all, we're always in this camp, right? So it, it's happening again. Now we're battling with landowners, yes. right? Who are like, no, don't do this because you're diminishing the value of the shit that we spend so much money on. So yeah. we'll, we'll, guess what? That land will never be valuable if right. if we don't get adoption yeah like it will never be valuable if there's only five thousand people holding it <laughs> yeah there's only the, the it doesn't make any sense you five thousand people who half of you are probably like asleep yeah. actually more than half yeah most of y'all aren't developing shit yes <laughs> most of y'all just own land 
or like hoping somebody else has the bright idea to develop on top of it. Like right. th- that's not how. It, and it's so expensive to develop, so it's yeah. not going to happen. Agreed. So this this is the best bet. Like now, let's open the creator ecosystem to the world. Yeah. And we already know it's going to blow us away. Just like Dude. open wearables. Easy. Yeah, big time. They're gonna somebody's gonna spin up a world because now it's almost frictionless to do so yeah, yeah they're gonna get access to all the same creator tools that we have yeah the central and sdk and all that pretty soon like a, a much more improved editor whatever and uh yeah dude somebody's gonna create like a killer killer experience kind of like a dg yeah but yeah. they don't need you know millions of dollars in funding and uh yeah digital currency group backing and yeah. stuff like that they're just yeah. gonna do it you know yeah yeah and then on top of that the one of the most important aspects we're talking about different business models is a distributed ecosystem of a game or an experience true yeah all right because that is going to be probably the most accessible way to participate in an ecosystem that either is part of a game environment where you're earning nfts or earning you know erc20 tokens yeah and and then think about like these huge brands all of a sudden Decentraland enables ENS domain names to have their own virtual world. Coca-Cola is thinking about, you know, the metaverse. Mm-hmm. What do they need to do? They need to expand their brand into the metaverse. Yeah, they, you, yeah. they need to build some <laughs> distributable component to their brand yeah. that could be propagated across millions of worlds. That's right. You want everybody. You don't want like to have a localized experience for your Coca-Cola. Yeah, you don't. Presence in the metaverse. He's like everybody who likes our brand experience. You like, have to come to our world. It's like yeah. no, you want. Everybody who's generating their own experience to have Coca-Cola exactly. be a part of that. Yes. Right? Whether it's like a virtual soda machine or just yeah. something to always, you know, reinforce the Coca-Cola brand. Yeah. You know, it has to. That's exist why they spend others. millions of dollars on Super Bowl ads. Yeah. Right. It's it's not like go to Coca-Cola website or go to the store. I mean, it's Coca-Cola's everywhere. You see that everywhere. They're going to replicate that in the metaverse. Thousand percent. So, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, we sat around the, I guess, the round table here on <laughs> unpacking all this because i mean this definitely flipped a lot of our original yeah. like uh thesis oh you know well i think it it uh du- we doubled down on our thesis as a result oh i know but but the original thesis like you know we come into decentraland we've always been trying to identify problems right like why in the beginning days like why is it so desolate why is nobody building anything yeah right and it's like how is this ever going to work out if if you know the the land is owned by basically crypto whales, mm-hmm. then they don't have any skill or talent, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Investors are just speculators. They're not like coders. Yeah, they're definitely They don't 3D model because like, you know, they just, that's not the world they live in, right? They're yeah. not the creative types. So it's like, okay, well then how do the creative types get access to, you know, build stuff? It's like, oh, they can't because this shit's too damn expensive. Yeah. And most creative types are broke, unfortunately. Yeah. Right. Until like something they create takes off. But, so there was like a, there was an issue. And then because of all this, nobody wanted to come to Decentraland. The ones that do, they get turned off almost instantly. Yeah. And then we have like a, a, a cyclical problem here yeah. that, that we call the trilemma, right? The, right? the metaverse trilemma. But so now that, the, you know, the land issue is kind of diminished, there really isn't as much of a dilemma now. No, right? that's true. Which is a, a good thing again for us. And for anybody who wants to develop content, right? I'm already seeing it on Twitter. All these like uh, Decentraland builder yeah. studios. Yeah. You're going ham, dude. It's like, you got a Decentraland rolled. Let us know. It's like, yeah. we'll build some stuff on there for you. Yeah. You it's know? only like 15 grand. Yeah. that's the, Yeah. And then 
like all the programming necessary. Programmers are expensive. Yeah. If if you need a contract a programmer, it's going to be at least five ten thousand dollars just to like do something functional in mm. in at least the metaverse. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough to build. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not it's not a model that's going to propagate. That's for sure. Mm. It's going to be a model where you want to participate in an ecosystem. You buy that component, you deploy it on that land. Now you're part of the ecosystem, and by a, as a side effect, people start coming to your virtual world, your DCL name or ENS domain name, mm. and they start accessing that component because that's part of how the game is designed. Yeah, absolutely. Like that is what will propagate because it's self-reinforcing. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to uh, <coughs> understand exactly what you're talking about until we prove it. So speaking yeah. of that, yeah, if you've been following us, you know we've, we've been deep in the Rovi project for like a year plus now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, with and we've always had the ambitions of making Rovi an interoperable, you know, game experience or ecosystem where it's going to be deployable and any virtual environment that allows it to exist basically has the functionality, the core functions that need to, for Rovies to, you know, still be as interactable as they are in Genesis Decentraland, right? So yeah. Decentraland Worlds is the next expansion phase, right? Like, and we're already actively getting the pieces in order to, in order to get Rovies in people's Decentraland Worlds. Yeah. And I think that will be the ultimate proof of concept that you're, what it is yeah. you're talking about, right? 100%. Because now you can spin up a world, you can purchase some of these metas, become part of the ecosystem. Or be delegated these metas. True. People who already have them. they can. Yeah, someone with a name who's wanting to participate in the Roby ecosystem and say, hey, I have some, some land. Yeah. Anyone can uh, delegate to me and I'll host it. Well, now it's like, hey, I have some land isn't even like... Or a thing. name. It's like, hey, I, I want to put in like the work because it's not just owning land anymore. Like, just you throw down some assets like on Rovi assets, yeah. and all of a sudden, like, things are gonna go well. Yeah, to become a you know a host or a piece of the node network in a, in a yeah. distributed ecosystem like like a Rovi. Yeah, you got to do some work. Yeah, you got to you got to do some assembly work. You got to do some marketing itself to get, make your yeah. and, you know build an experience that's engaging, which you can do that however you think that looks like it doesn't have to just be a rovi virtual world right it's just rovi is a component of that maybe sure. there's like some other experience other arcade games present maybe your own nft art is like the main focus mm. of that and and then you're sort of yeah. uh enhancing it with other types of experience like rovi yeah that, that's the beauty of the metaverse right like you you can just have a multifaceted experience like yeah bring people in with your art it's like, dude, I have like a multi-million dollar art collection. You want to come check it out? Yeah. It's all on display in my virtual world. Oh, by the way, while you're here. Why don't you activate your Rovi? Yeah. There's a Rovi holograms present, which allows you to digitize these things. And now you can interact with them. Yeah. You can participate in this thing called Spectate to Earn, which is like a, you know, a play and earn type of ecosystem. So yeah, yeah. There's a lot more possibility here, you know. It's it's but definitely that I think that's the best analogy because if you're a landowner or um, a DCO world owner, mm -hmm. you you still have to do some work as like a yeah. ant miner has to do work for Bitcoin, right? It's, yeah, it's just uh, that kind of work is it's like automated. It's right? like a computational work, yeah. but this is a different kind of work where you have to do some marketing, bring some people into the ecosystem. Yeah, uh, yeah. you 
you, you're going to want to do that, especially if you're trying to monetize your land, like as you would trying to monetize a website, mm-hmm. you'd put work into it, like writing a blog, doing a YouTube channel, whatever it is, mm-hmm. so that people come to the website so that you can monetize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's the same idea. Yeah. Agreed. So we're looking at a potential game changing activity from Decentraland. We're definitely going to uh, do some like a tweet storm and we're all going to tweet at Decentraland that they must enable this. And uh, maybe we can get uh, August to come to the podcast to discuss, you know, what he thinks about this idea. Yeah, like it's been a while since we had like a cohesive. Um, I mean, they they blog and they release these manifestos and stuff, but but there's no. It'd be good to have like a, a body a discussion yeah. about like what what, are, what is it? And I get that you know, Decentraland is definitely one of the truer Web three projects that is serious about the, the decentralization nature behind it yeah. to the point where they really don't, you know, the founding organization really doesn't want to have too much influence over like the direction and path that the overall ecosystem goes down. But obviously this is like a big, um, uh, like push to a certain direction that, sure. you know, the whole ecosystem kind of just has to live with. Yeah. But nonetheless, it's like they're not here. Not they're not out there saying, "Okay, now you guys should all just start building." You know. Yeah, but you know what? Axie just, Infinity Lands or something like just that. Just like how most of the community was wrong about the wearables being limited. Yeah, I think most of the community is going to be wrong here on trying to keep their their land as as highly valuable and and uh, yeah. scarce as possible. Yeah, wrong or not, it's understandable why they feel that way. It is. You know? Even I own land. It's like fuck, man. It's like, it is, I, but know. for their own good, they're wrong. Yeah, but if this if this works out, like in like I said, this becomes a very popular model, and it's it's the assumption is true. Once you increase accessibility, you'll have a more user inflow and more value will be created sure. as a result. And maybe we could generate a mania from this. And yeah, like you're saying, there's there's actually only one true scarcity component to the the Decentraland verse. Yeah. And it is going to be the Genesis land itself. So that alone will have hold some value. Yeah. I totally agree. You might get your return no matter what, you know? Yeah. I think this is a better, better chance than just staying with the existing ecosystem framework and expecting it to like explode. (laughs) Yeah. Manifest into a something of substance, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, And so it's funny that we titled our previous video talking about, the DCL worlds, um, you know, earlier this week, a hundred X and we were like, what would that be like if, if essentially did a hundred X from here? And it turned out it would be a top three cryptocurrency roughly. Well, in today's, in today's, in today's like, market, like market pool. Yeah. Right. But, but it would, so that would put it like at like a top like, 20, like 150 billion market cap or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Which is obviously massive, but I mean, it, it's feasible if, if again, like Decentraland proves itself as like a, a the main competitor to you know something like meta yeah meta's which i think it can be i think it can it, be it too. has all the components yeah it doesn't look like a great game neither does meta neither does meta yeah yeah so and, far but there's there's reasons for that right because they're focusing on decentralization it's a web-based game you yeah. know all these things but yeah but the components are there to create an ecosystem that competes with the gdp of small nations mm. it's there yeah agreed i think that's something that meta cannot kind of encroach like that same possibility that same yeah maybe maybe not i, I think it has a chance i mean it Meta's connected to 3 billion people, right? So yeah, that but, is the biggest country in the world. 
but is it going to have like the Web three elements where you're allowed to exchange? It could the assets you accrue for real value. Facebook is already connected to Polygon Network, so yeah, it could. There's a chance. There is a chance, but there's always there's not going to be one winner. There's just going to be several winners. Yeah, 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 I'm not trying to like create division, you know, amongst like Web three versus you know Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Facebook verse, but I think that division will exist no matter what, no matter yeah. what happens just because you know the nature of web 2 versus web 3 it's always that it's always a comparison contest right yeah but i think that is something that decentraland will use to its advantage or should it's like yeah we are the web 3 antithesis of whatever it is meta's cooking up yeah you know what i mean and of course like you said it's way more difficult to do it this way yeah as opposed to just you know a maximum infinite money company rolling out their own vision of their product yeah as opposed to you know expecting the community to do, generate everything you know and even then facebook is contributing to the construction of the metaverse with all these hardware oh, items yeah. right so the centraland web3 companies they're going to be using these hardware oh, items a thousand percent right so we need facebook i we think need there's a reason to why spend 10 billion dollars a year yeah. on the metaverse oh yeah i mean they flipped the whole world they did onto this whole concept yeah so you, yeah again it's not to paint Facebook or Meta as a black or as like the the, the enemy, the, yeah, the big bad wolf. But at the same time, they kind of are, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's <laughs> it has to happen that way. Well, I they think. brought it onto themselves, right? Just well, uh, all the hacks that occurred, all the stuff that they've been doing, all the visits to Congress for good reasons. <laughs> yeah, right. So they are unfortunately the bad guy, right? Yeah. They're, so I'm just saying, like you know, I'm just trying to paint a, a picture where essentially could feasibly be 150 billion dollars oh absolutely market cap and it's going to be that the narrative will be this it's like oh look look at all these essential land worlds yeah spawning equate them to like a roblox game sure sure it's like millions are being created uh maybe only like the top one percent of these worlds are actually like monetizing in a significant rate but still that's Dude, billions it, of dollars being generated and you know, it could become a standard in a way where identity will become a standard. Like people oh, yeah. are going to have their own virtual world, like they have a Twitter account, mm. mm -hmm. and then they're going to host like uh, like Twitter talks uh, mm -hmm. in this virtual world. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's going to be a staple of like just how we do internet. I th well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, like, that's more. Uh, what, what I'm saying is, it won't be as weird as it sounds right today. No. Over time. Yeah, yeah over time. Pe people yeah. will start to slowly trickle in and, and, again, experience what we've experienced and get that same aha moment. Yeah. Like, the only way you get to that is, for one, the experience needs to exist. Like, uh, And what I'm referring to is whenever we watched that SpaceX launch. Yeah. You know, the experience of that was something you couldn't have gotten on any other web platform. Yeah, man. Everybody missed it. <laughs> it's hard to, like, yeah, it's hard to kind of recapture that yeah if you could but, i'll but, show you i'll show you, you let's let's play it at, you know it's actually out there somewhere yeah like, no so. you have we have it on the rovi website is it like our recording of yeah it? it is Oh, okay yeah i'm gonna play it since it's our video right <laughs> who cares <laughs> it's our video dude we're gonna demonetize ourselves yeah right <laughs> of maximum dynamic pressure. look at this i know you guys right, haven't seen this bucket. watch so this is the yeah, that's <laughs> Iron Man. Dude, that's me. Wasn't expecting what this. What the hell? Yeah. We've exceeded Mach 1 on the Falcon 9. 
What the fuck is going on, dude? I wasn't expecting this. We're throttling back up to full power as we're through. Oh shit, it's actually going. What the fuck? Yeah, when I saw this, my mind was blown. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So everyone else watches, yeah, everyone was stuck, you know, just watching the actual thing, which is, you know, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was still a badass, like, rocket launch. But the experience of having all these people around you, yeah, you know, everyone, they surprised us with this, I guess, in Metaverse rocket launch in tandem with the real launch. It was perfectly timed. Yeah, perfectly timed. Yeah. And it was it such a surprise. They didn't leak it. So I was like, wow, this was truly like uh, something you can't experience anywhere else on the internet you just cannot yeah right and only the metaverse can enable this i was like that that was a big aha moment for me it's like fuck yeah this is way better than watching it on twitch or youtube or whatever other streaming platform that exists you know yeah. it's like yeah it's just it was way better i don't know yeah. why i mean you're looking at a screen through a screen yeah and then just uh the, the whole rocket thing has just changed everything yeah like even like now to extrapolate this to any experience that people gather to spectate like a sporting event you know yeah just the concerts with uh what's his yeah. name uh in Fortnite, uh travis, travis scott. scott yeah i mean Every, anything yeah you can make anything turn anything into a much more enjoyable spectacle experience right yeah and that's definitely obviously like the metaverse as an industry is really focused on that mm -hmm. you know like with yeah that, yeah just, that seems to be like the lowest hanging fruit and like the maybe one of the most attractive elements of the metaverse that yeah, i think from most a, people will understand from a business perspective it makes sense like if you collaborate with like snoop dogg or beyonce or or you know travis scott yeah you can have millions of people at your concert versus thousands yeah right it just makes business sense and if you can create an experience where people actually enjoy it mm -hmm. it's better than going to an actual concert because you're not going to see the stuff that you would see in, nope. a, in a virtual world agreed yeah so there's a, there's huge opportunities here and that's why we keep talking about you know the metaverse decentraland all that and like i said decentraland's components like foundational components the infrastructure it, it can lead to a, an economy that competes with the gdp of nations yeah that's what we're all aiming for for sure i think th that will be like another that will be the big aha moment for like uh governments to step in yeah, governments like, hold up a minute yeah if like all of a sudden a metaverse ecosystem like essentially again there's millions of worlds top one percent are generating i don't know millions of dollars 50, 20 billion a year yeah that that's like yeah that's something you need to pay attention to <laughs> you know what i mean as an outsider like what the hell's going on like those are the types of breakthrough yeah. moments that yeah i think everything's going to click it's like holy shit this is like actually going to happen Mm -hmm. you know like it's it's, it's that's the unstoppable yeah at that point it's happening yeah and it's unavoidable kind of like where crypto is like on a non-stop trajectory yeah. at this point like it's already been happening it's going to continue to happen yeah but you know what this this really brings up a a new model for spinning up virtual worlds you have like a genesis land whereas let's say you know a hundred thousand well okay so but why just because like a f you you need you need elements of of scarcity and you need i guess like a and founding they, community and yeah. um of course the founding organization needs money <laughs> funding yeah. well it's not necessarily a funding mechanism but i'm talking about like a structure of okay. properly setting up a an ecosystem 
where there's there is elements of scarcity but there's elements of like uh infinite expansion yeah because if you i think you need to have those two components you can't have just infinite expansion you need some sort of like a city for your country you know you know what i'm saying Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so everybody can meet up in the city but in you know outside the country your little islands you have you know unique experiences that Mm. you would have to like you know, go and traverse like Coca-Cola land or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. brands out there. Hmm. So it might be, so what I'm saying is projects that spin up metaverses, they might do it in the way that Decentraland is now doing it. Yeah. I think once the, the traction is set, then I could see that again, cause we're, we're because we're predicting manias here. So manias usually mean like copycat. Yeah. Like DeFi mania. Like there's a couple of origin innovations yeah and then it's just a snowball of you know taking these innovations and putting like little 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 micro twists on them and like creating whole competing platforms before you know it you have this booming ecosystem yeah Yeah. right i really do feel like this model could could take off like this style of creating a metaverse yeah because uh, if you create a metaverse like um like some some metaverse that exists today where there's like just infinite land you're trying to mimic things like Instagram, YouTube, mm-hmm. things like that. It, it's good, mm-hmm. but we have a technology that can create limitations, which add different kinds of functionalities, different kinds of like like artificial gold, if you will. Right? Mm-hmm. There's Bitcoin has artificial limitations, just like in the real world. There's a limited amount of gold that we have access to. Yeah. Right. So when you create a virtual world, then there needs to be like, let's say, like infinite amount of of some substance but also limited amount of some other substance Mm. you have to have you know sort of like equal parts of both yeah i mean that's important to from an economics perspective for sure yeah like that's that's one of the main tenets i guess to like value creation right yeah yeah there has to be some element of scarcity somewhere right otherwise it's gonna be hard i mean value can still be created from like a you know yeah like an infinite worlds yeah the value gets created Purely yeah. on the merit of, I guess, the the, the value and service and, yeah, the, the product itself, which is yeah. also a good thing. It, it forces creators to be, you know, a little more involved, <laughs> a little more mindful about what it is they want to introduce to the economy, right? Yeah, so. because now when everybody has access to worlds, yeah. to a land or, you know, a world, mm-hmm. now everybody can create the content if they can figure it out, right? Now there's, yeah. like, equal um, competition. But the yeah. same exists in, like, when you have... A limited land versus virtual land but yeah. all i'm saying is when you have virtual <laughs> infinite virtual land i feel like there has to be some elements of scarcity of that land and yeah you could be right i, I think it can go either way but I, I do i do think it's going to emerge this way just again because of how things have to roll out like you know people will spin up new ideations of because what, what we're witnessing is is kind of like the yeah, it's like the, it's the metaverse 2.0 phase, similar to like blockchain 2.0, right? Where there's a, yeah. like a, a core framework, which in Decentraland's case is the SDK, and yeah. I guess it's builder tools and stuff. Now they're creating like an infinite yeah. verse where anybody could spin off a whole new virtual world, leveraging the same standards and frameworks and tools, similar to like anybody can spin off a, a cryptocurrency token, leveraging the standards and frameworks yeah. of the, uh, you know. That's right. Ethereum's protocol, you know, the virtual machine, all that shit. Yeah. It's all connected, yeah. right? Yeah. So we, we predicted this would happen. And, and, you know, 
the other side, M squared, they're gonna do the same thing. Improbable. They've already announced it. They're gonna create their own core infrastructure and frameworks that's gonna enable whatever the fuck the other side's gonna be like. Because yeah. we don't know yet. Yeah. All that technology is going to be accessible and whenever they're gonna create their own infinite verse as well. Yeah. Anybody could tap into it, anybody could spin up their own virtual world just like you can now in Decentraland. Mm-hmm. But it's competing frameworks. Yeah. So we're creating like different, like almost like layer ones for the metaverse here. Yeah, yeah. We're we're witnessing it happen right now. Yeah, you know. TJ, you were you were gonna say something? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. TJ's busy like creating an AI empire. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like literally AI like images. Well, yeah, dude. Like, any yeah, I started making uh, glitches on. Yeah, with uh, uh, what's it called Mid Journey. Yeah. And I can't stop, dude. It's so Dude, addicting. It's, it's so See? amazing. I, I've never been so impressed yeah. with the technology like I've been impressed with AI. I know. And like this is what's beautiful. Like these technologies are emerging at the perfect time, like uh converging, right? Like now, yeah. now with all this like infinite virtual space anybody has access to, now we need to fill it with content. Now we have yeah. AI to assist us in that oh, process. Yeah. Dude, AI Any, is the way. You don't have to be a well, I, I don't think yeah, you don't have to be like an actual molder and builder of things anymore you just have to have the be able to have to ideation like if you come up with ideas and yeah these consumer the, facing ais are getting so good too dude yeah they're, yeah. they're getting so good yeah and they're only gonna get better dude, like this is the this is literally the ground floor it is. <laughs> this is we're, we're this impressed with it yeah literally he's making glitches uh using mid-journey a glitch is and, it's, it's and the, the enemy character in our Roby game, right? So, right, yeah. And and uh, pretty soon he'll be able to make three D models of those glitches mm-hmm. using Mid Journey, right? Yeah. It's gonna happen. That's oh, so I think so too. Man, and then man. we're we're probably gonna build in some like an uploader tool to MetaZone. <laughs> actually, oh, yeah. we are. We're actually working on that right now, like a three D uploader yeah. tool, to where you can you know bring in these creations and make them into deployable. Yeah, Assets, basically, you you know? go to Mid Journey. It's like make me a three D model of a glitch for the Roby game, and it's gonna know everything, right? Yeah. And then it's like, and then give me the three D model in its separate parts. Yep. And it's gonna spit out like you know twenty yeah. different GLB models, and the, drag and drop yeah. that into MetaZone, reconstruct the glitch, and boom, like you you've just created a three D model. Or like a unique companion project is the reason why you want to split it up, right? So that you can. Yeah mix and match these components yeah. to form unique that's right unique well that's not characters. the only reason the second reason that you'd want to do that is that if you're a good programmer you you can actually animate it from yeah. a programmable yeah. way where it yeah. can when it walks it morphs to yep. the environment yeah which is also so yeah th- this is like a tool we're developing that's gonna assist in the yeah. content creation process in a lot of ways because again content creation is now it's it's truly the most it always was, but now it's obviously like yeah. the real value layer to the metaverse, right? Like who's yeah, going to produce the most engaging, highly functional, like most useful content of the metaverse. That's what's going to bring people in. And yeah, ultimately that's how you're going to monetize like your existence in the metaverse. Yeah. 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 You have to. Dude, this goes back to uh, the symphony I had in my head. Yeah. Now, dude, you're now, finally able to get some of it out. Dude. Yeah, I can, dude. <laughs> dude, it's crazy. Yeah. That is pretty. That's 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 a nice Finally. little bonus for you, dude. Life is uh. That's what I'm saying. Life seems to be building for you, <laughs> <laughs> like all the way. Yeah. Like everything I saw in that CES event is like, dude, you would use all this. Yeah. 
<laughs> fucking everything, dude. Yeah. From like the robot lawnmower. Yeah. The motherfucking you could three D print like your own supplements. You yeah. could do all of that dude, all day. All in. <laughs> to me, I was like terrified of everything. I was like, oh no, dude. Dude, I saw a video not too long ago where they were using uh, Chat GPT to write song lyrics. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh my god, it's yeah. so good too. Yeah, they they come up with rap lyrics, and someone on I think Instagram or one of these like TikToks, they use that rap and, and they actually like wrapped it into a song, and it sounded great. I'm sure it did. Yeah, I wonder how much of this has been used and we didn't know about it. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like a ghostwriter AI, AI ghostwriter. <laughs> you don't even need an actual ghostwriter. AI would do it. Yeah. It's <sighs> And then not only that, you would be ghostwriting about stuff that's currently happening within the world mm-hmm. so that when you actually perform it, it's like contextual. Yeah. It's like people are like learning something about what's happening in Ukraine like in your rap. You know, it's like it's more uh, adjusted to reality versus like just coming up with something random about your life, which which is good. It's good, yeah. It's good. Uh, that's but that's, but yeah. I think a new genre of music where you're talking about contextual shit in real time. It's like you're the South Park of music. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, dude, South Park. I mean, have you seen how they created their episodes? It's yeah. like they they do it in like in a few days. Well, because yeah, they 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 source like what's happening. Yeah. And it's like, okay, let's make an episode about this. At right. least that's how they used to do it. Nowadays, it seems like they've shifted their model because it's like... It's not sustainable. Uh, it's like a whole season. It has like a whole continuous storyline to it now. Yeah. yeah. It's not how it used to be. But yeah, I, I, I guess at some point... Like they were talking shit about NFTs, like when NFTs were popping off. Of course, yeah. yeah. They do that. They're going to do that. Yeah. I don't know if they made a Metaverse episode yet or not, but that's our... I'm sure that... I'm sure they they will if not. Oh, they definitely will. They fucking nuked World of Warcraft. Yeah, they did. When, when it was popping off. Dude, I remember that. Yeah. I was like so... Butt hurt. No, dude. I wasn't butt hurt. I was like proud. I was proud to be like a fucking... He's like, we made it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, dude. They know us. Yeah. Or they see us. I was like, whatever, dude. I know we're fucking creeps and like weirdos. And <laughs> I was getting fatter and pimplier by the day as I kept playing just like they portrayed. I was like, dude. <laughs> they, they nailed it. They fucking nailed it, dude. Oh, that game was just too amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, South Park is amazing. Yeah. So yeah, man, AI is taking over. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, this is all going to be very useful. We're going to find tons of ways to inject this into the metaverse. I already know it. Like, yeah. This is like the perfect playground for AI to just flourish. Yeah. Like I mean, it's already flourishing, like in Web two. Mm. But in Web three, I think it could do so much more. Hey, that's just my personal opinion oh i I totally agree yeah i mean because now we can like actually leverage and own whatever is created yeah that and we i think we can create much more like interactable versions of ai quicker in the metaverse or maybe more efficiently than we could like in in our physical lives right yeah yeah because we still have some i mean uh boston dynamics is looking pretty fucking Oh, yeah. Advanced these days, but I don't think we're quite there yet. It might take a decade or so, I think, before we have, like, fluid yeah. machines that yeah, it's can just, coexist with us. Every time I think of Boston Dynamics and how advanced they are, they've been working on it for, like, it feels like 20 years. Yeah. But uh, but then I remember Elon revealed his bot, and he could, like, barely walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to, like, hold it upright while yeah. it was, like, slowly, like, yeah. making micro steps. <laughs> we watched a video the other day where the Boston Dynamics one was doing flips and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's yeah. crazy. I still don't. That was real, right? No, it was I, real. I, was, I, I, feel so. like, I feel like it's Corridor Digital just fucking with everyone so, again. Yeah, like, definitely. It was real. It was a real, like, yeah. f- like freaking 
360 nollie twist or whatever the fuck that thing did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was sick, man. Yeah, there was a guy working on something like on a scaffold. Yeah. And like he needed a tool. And so the robot just brought him like a tool tool bag. Yeah. And, uh, and then like when he was done, he just like flipped off of it. <laughs> and like threw him a thumbs up, yeah. I think. He's like, it's like, yeah. Because <laughs> our bots are going to be that cool. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we're definitely getting phased out here. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, dude. Artists are getting phased out by AI. Humans are getting phased out by robot AI. Mm. Like, fucking everybody driving cars are getting phased out by AI. Yeah, Andrew Yang was right, dude. He was right, dude. Andrew Yang called it. <sighs> God damn it, Andrew. <laughs> Doesn't I, matter, though. Yeah, I voted for Andrew Yang. I, I wrote his name in instead of voting for, what was it, Trump versus uh, uh, Biden. Was it Trump was it? and Biden? No, it was Clinton. No. And Hillary. Trump, yeah, Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, Clinton, yeah. Nonetheless, yeah. point well, is, I wrote his damn name I know, in I know. because I... He had yeah. the foresight, and no other candidate really even, like, this, is contemplating. That's what's so frustrating. It's like, how can you take what Andrew Yang is saying and think that he's wrong? I just don't understand. I, I don't know if they think he's wrong. It's just, I don't even think it computes to to a lot of people. I, I just, uh, well, now I understand it's, now it it's probably starting to... Yeah, uh, you know, as soon as he... Well, as soon as uh, Biden got elected, pandemic. Oh wait, no, sorry, Trump. Yeah, no, but now people are actually going to start losing their jobs, <laughs> like for real soon. Yeah, yeah well, AI. that's tomorrow's problem, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now candidates, I guarantee, you are going to run on these these same principles. You think so? Like UBI and all that? Oh, I don't know about UBI, but it's more like we need to heavily regulate this type of activity this before, AI before activity. they take all our jobs, type shit, and. People are going to get elected into office off of that premise because it's a real threat now. People are going to actually lose their jobs. That's, that's and we so don't have a We don't have a plan. Yeah, we don't. As as a civilization. Yeah, this is as grand as global warming. Like, it's yeah. coming. Existentialized, yeah. Like yeah. All of a sudden, our purpose on this planet has just been evaporated. <laughs> it's yeah, like annihilated by AI. And we did it to ourselves. We yeah. did. Yeah. Or, for yeah. for good reason. I mean, that's how technology progresses. I mean, how many humans are working in manufacturing facilities? There's significantly less humans than in the past. Yeah, but those yeah, but those humans still need to buy things and feed, I know, feed that's their families the and clothe themselves. Like, right. Yeah, like that's the how issue. do we but, how do we transition an economy to this? Yeah, in in a sensible way. You know, even never been dude, done. Andrew Yang had some good ideas. It's like, what if you um you purchased like a lease ownership to a robot? That is working in the Tesla facilities, and when it's producing stuff, you are the one making money because that is your robot. See, but that the the, the purchase component is the, is the difficult part. That, right. That's like an investment, which ninety eight percent of the working class are not <laughs> investors. You know, it's the same thing as like trying to convince you, your play to earn participants is like, you know what, you shouldn't be dumping your tokens when you earn. Yeah, you should reinvest them to generate more yield and have sure. sustainability. It's like. Sure. Can't do that, dog. I gotta feed my fam. I no, gotta, I, I, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. But it's, as long as there's an opportunity to own one of these like robots that is working for like Tesla or, you know, uh, an eighteen wheeler that drives itself, right? You own that, and when it's yeah, driving, I mean, it's making you money. If the only people who can. My point is, yeah. the only once you're gonna be able to take actual like advantage top 5%. of that are the actual already existing wealth wealthy sure. class, and they're yeah. just gonna get more wealthy. Yeah, they are. And then it's going to displace all the people who do not have wealth and make them even more unwealthy. <laughs> well, maybe the more AI driven your business is, the bigger cut that goes to, I don't know, taxes that fund UBI. 
I mean, basically, it's you know we're, we're gonna have to just kind of like tr- turn into a full on like communist nation. I think. <laughs> I think isn't that like what the? No, left I feel is? like so communism like just like a I, redistribution. I, I hear that argument because I understand why people would would consider that like yeah, but communism didn't have the element of technology like we have today. So uh-huh. I feel like there's elements that we could take advantage of that when you inject technology, all of a sudden it makes sense. Mm. Like it works. This so it's has- communism plus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> communism X. 2.0. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see, I mean, it's already kind of like slowly trickling into the... Like people are starting considering it again. Of course. And then the boomers are like, you guys it. are ridiculous. Well, yeah, it's like that's not how our economy operates. Like that's not like intuitively how you would expect mm-hmm. you know value yeah. to be created you, you you know it's like you're you're disincentivizing i guess yeah value creation because you know no matter what everything you do is going to be redistributed to the rest of the humanity so like well in this case where humans don't need to create the value yeah maybe it would work you know yeah yeah it goes back to also considering like a resource-based economy where the cost of items is the resources required to make said item. Yeah. Not like an arbitrary dollar cost. Yeah. Hmm. So now we're actually considering the the finite resources of the planet and then redistributing that accordingly. Yeah. Oof. So yeah. now we're talking about like really advanced shit, which, which probably only AI could solve. Yeah. I always like to go back to that. We, we really should. We got to get a... That's going to be like the golden era. Whenever we can get AI... To a trustworthy state, yeah, yeah, where we, where we totally rely on its outputs. Like, okay, because right now it's got like janky hands, <laughs> can't spell <laughs> shit. Yeah. What else is wrong with it? It's just, it's like, it's like seventy to eighty percent there, right? Yeah. So you can't trust it because you know it's gonna make mistakes. Yeah. But if it's like ninety nine percent there, like as much as you could trust, you know, like a condom or something, <laughs> <laughs> then we're gonna we're gonna give it authority. I think we yeah. that would be a golden opportunity. It's like, dude. This thing knows more than anything, even com- all the humans combined. This thing is just more powerful than us. Yeah. yeah. So why wouldn't we just outsource all of our complexities? Well, it would know more than us, dude. It would have access to so much data and information that yeah, it, it could suggest it could suggest like actual <laughs> solutions to problems. That's my point. So basically, they become our overlords. Like yeah. seriously. Yeah. Do you think? I I would I would give in, dude. <laughs> I think I would too. <laughs> if it means like humanity's well taken care of, yeah, 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 of course. Like everyone, every yeah. human on earth no longer is like, <sighs> man. But but the, you know that can't happen. The dude. threat of like hackers like manipulating That's the, the, humanity will always figure out a way how to keep their hands but, on like the power. But some, also some people within the also human. humanity is very good at solving problems. Yes. So if there's a problem with like hackers or anything, they'll, they'll figure it out. I'm not talking about hackers. I'm well, talking about like like corruption. It just always greed. Yeah. yeah. So there's always going to be some some force of control, even if the technology's so great. Like we have the opportunity to liberate humanity from like all suffering and mm. economic disparity. There's always going to be people who want to you know have control in the actual ultimate end or ultimate authority over see that. but that that person which probably does exist or entity yeah. or entity yeah. um probably will think that way yeah. but what it doesn't know the entity is that <laughs> if everyone is well taken care of mm. you the world will become more wealthy there's more opportunities mm. and there's not less opportunities yeah 
So I feel like, I mean, because think about it. Let's say right now, if you measure it, there's a billion people starving to death. They don't have the resources. They were unlucky. They were born into some random location on planet where no economic opportunities exist. Yeah. If those people had enough food, they would be as productive as the other 6 billion people on the planet. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'd have, you know, an, an extra Elon Musk focusing on producing food or, you know, 3D printing, you know, something that humanity needs yeah right because elon's doing everything but he's not doing everything yeah right so i feel like that is a better outcome for even the rich people mm. a billion more people to purchase your products i mean come on Who, who's not gonna want that well there's definitely that for sure yeah that's the important thing yeah it's getting more people participating in the economy and like the financial ethos or ecos you know everything yeah well, of course that's better overall for the economy so yeah seems like a no-brainer i don't know but but that's i'm obviously much more complex of a yeah of a of a chess match yeah. <laughs> of the ultimate life game of chess that's happening yeah. amongst the elites and whoever is in control it's just it's it's obviously more delicate than we think it should be yeah and i, I don't know i like to be optimistic you yeah know? So but you know my nature is not that. I well, for sure. I mean, uh, just to talk to to a point that you made, Mid Journey, Stability Diffusion, Stable Diffusion, they're getting sued by like Getty Images and like yeah. all these all these companies who are claiming uh, copyright infringement, which they are infringing on copyright. However, the products that are coming out of these AIs, they're they're more um, transformative, in my opinion, and therefore the products are not. Uh, violating any any rules here well the copyright claim is just because it's sourcing existing yeah. Yeah. things that i guess are protected uh by copyright laws right the the process to generate something of new yeah that's transformative it has a new purpose it's a new use yeah that doesn't disrupt the original the original images the source images it might just by making a better version of it Mm, nah. <laughs> which i mean it's banksy it's fair game banksy know? art is still banksy art people are gonna want that yeah of course. even if it just like makes a better version of banksy's art like i don't know yeah i don't know either but. so so that's what's happening with ai so, obviously yeah. if you haven't tried it <laughs> definitely look into it it's uh it's you could literally spend all day on this yeah and speaking of ai <laughs> i think uh, we got a couple interviews coming up it's true we didn't really go. We planned to go deeper into both of these, but yeah, it's fine because we're going to interview both of these projects pretty soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Quadrata, I think, will come first. Yeah, Quadrata's first, which is interesting because it's it's in the realm of identity, Web three identity, which we've been kind of like crusading over the last couple of years. Is one of the main primitives and components missing. Yeah, and like needs some serious like. Uh, I don't know. Like we need some serious, uh, yeah, concrete adoption. There yeah. you go. We need the whole industry to pick pick one. Yeah. <laughs> so, Quadrata, I think, is very interesting. And then personal AI comes after that. Yeah, personal AI will probably be released towards the end of the month uh, on February. But uh, but yeah, personal AI, another interesting AI yeah, project. We, mm -hmm. We've talked Web, about them. Web three enabled. It's great. Yeah, because we're obviously very interested in who's who's bringing AI to Web three, right? And yeah. these guys are well positioned. Uh, I mean, this is something I think everybody will have like an interest in yeah. because, you know, how much use that can be generated from, you know, bringing in your own, basically yourself into the AI space. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm really interested in both of these. I'm I'm hyped up for these. Yeah, Hell same, yeah, dude. Same. Yeah, 2023 is gonna turn out to be the year of. Uh, it's like interesting of, developments. <laughs> I don't know. Interview the year of the interviews. Year of hype. Yeah. Year of learning. Hype yeah. content, lads. That's what's coming. So yeah. we're changing it up a little bit. Get more interviews. More, not just our own thoughts. Yeah. Let's let's bring in some outsiders and see what they got cooked up in their brains about the future of the space. And yeah, should be cool. Yeah, absolutely. If you're listening to this podcast, make sure you watch this on YouTube and uh, let us know if you have any questions, thoughts, comments uh, down below. Follow us on Twitter at the Runner, at Meadowzone.io and at Rovi AI, and we will catch you in the next podcast. Peace. <laughs>